Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was 40 years old, heading into the 1986-87 season. As long as anyone could remember, he had been the focus of the Lakers' offense. But the center's retirement was inevitable, and coach Pat Riley wanted to begin shifting the burden to other players. He wanted Magic, and to a lesser degree, James Worthy, to become the focus of the offense. So the coaches began roughing out their ideas of how this transition should work. They took their notions into training camp that fall, and were promptly confronted with confusion and frustration. Despite the clash of egos, the players found their comfort zone in the new system. Kareem personally reassured Riley that everything was working fine. Johnson's play over the season would confirm it. He became the first guard since Oscar Robertson to win the league MVP award. His scoring zoomed to a career-high 23.9 points per game, and he was tops in the league in assists at 12.2 per game. He didn't do it alone, of course. Kareem, Worthy, Byron Scott, Cooper, and rookie A.C. Green. All of them wanted to establish their superiority. They had the opportunity to prove themselves as one of the greatest teams in basketball history. And they were about to get better. The big boost arrived February 13th when the front office acquired Michael Thompson from San Antonio. Larry Bird was heartsick at the news. How could the Spurs give Thompson to the Lakers, he asked. The six-foot-ten Thompson gave the Lakers just what they needed up front. He could play backup to Kareem at center, and he was a solid power forward. Better yet, he was an excellent low-post defender, and having played with McHale at the University of Minnesota— Thompson knew better than anyone how to defend against Boston's long-armed forward. It was, Kareem says now, West's most brilliant move as general manager, because it made them championship contenders again. With Thompson, the Lakers surged to a 65-win regular season, the best in the NBA. The Lakers scorched the earth as they moved through the 1987 playoff field. Denver fell... 3-0 3-0 to zero in the first round. Then, Golden State dropped out of sight, 4-1. to one. Seattle, the opponent in the Western Finals, went down 4-0, to zero, meaning the Lakers concluded their conference work on May 24th, while the Celtics and Pistons fought through a seven-game series. Faced with a week off, Riley set up a minicamp in Santa Barbara to keep them focused. They had a pancakes and strawberries breakfast buffet on Saturday, May 30th, and watched the Celtics advance with a 117-114 win over Detroit. Three days later, on Tuesday, June 2nd, the finals opened in the Forum, before a crowd peppered with celebrities. The regulars, Jack Nicholson and Diane Cannon, were there, but the series attracted many more. Bruce Willis, Don Johnson, Whoopi Goldberg, John McEnroe, Johnny Carson, Henry Winkler, and many others. Either the Celtics would come in game-sharp and take it to the Lakers, or they would come in weary from two straight seven-game battles. The latter very quickly established itself as the operating format for the day. Their tongues wagging, the Celtics could do little more than watch the Lakers run weave drills up and down the floor. The Celtics looked like to me like they were keeping up pretty good, Michael Thompson quipped, just at a different pace. Johnson led the route with 29 points, 13 assists, 8 rebounds, and no turnovers. 
On the receiving end of many of Johnson's passes, Worthy had 33 points and 9 rebounds. The Lakers ran 35 fast breaks in the first two quarters and led by 21 at intermission. They settled into a canter thereafter, finally ending at 126-113. The Celtics knew they were reeling, and to catch themselves, they had to stop Johnson, which they did in Game 2, but in the process, they allowed Michael Cooper to switch specialties from defense to offense. Boston trailed by seven in the second quarter when Cooper pushed the Lakers through a 20-10 outburst, accounting for all 20 points himself by either scoring them or assisting. When it was over, he had laced in six of seven tray attempts, and the Celtics had spent another day gasping in pursuit of the Lakers' break. It all added up to a 141-122 to route. Boston's sixth straight...